Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to talk about the Astros and the A-Series. We're also going to go over the standings. We're going to give you our players of the series. And then a little bit of tidbits I got from Brian McTaggart on his Twitter account. And of course, five all-new fair fouls. But first, let's bring in my co-host, Tom. Tom, what is up? What's up, Rob? Good afternoon. Uh, hopefully it was a good weekend. I know it could have been better with the Strohs, but I think we're going to be just fine. Overall for me, I don't even think I left the house yesterday. I really don't. And today I left to go get Dunkin' Donuts. And I can't tell you that story because it's part of fair or foul later. But I'll I do tell have you a this. question for you. Oh, go ahead. Dutch Brothers. Have you ever had Dutch Brothers? No. The first time I saw it, I thought it was a paint place. <laughs> I had it for the first time this weekend. Let me say it, it's pretty darn good. All right. I drive by them all the time, but let me get to this. We'll talk coffee later. Gotcha. So I'm leaving for vacation tomorrow. So Congrats. there will no be, there'll be no episodes for four days unless Tom decides he wants to do. So it's all up to you, buddy. So we, we thought about going to Salt Lake City. We thought about going to Philadelphia, all these, you know, different kind of places that neither one of us has ever been. But at first we weren't going to go because we're, we were going to have company. We had friends coming into town, so we weren't going to go anywhere. But something happened and they're not coming. So I think yesterday or the day before, we're like, well, let's find somewhere to go. So we are going. I bet you couldn't guess where I'm going, but I'm going to tell you to save time. We're going to Providence, Rhode Island. Interesting. Why Rhode Island? I don't know. We were just looking at places and and I, I like to go to those little New England towns that are walkable. So you don't have to ride a car. You so you don't have to rent a car. You know, you could just take the train to the town and then walk around and enjoy it. But then we saw this other thing where you can take a ferry to Newport. And Newport is what my wife really wanted to do, where you have all the boats and they're catching lobsters and and uh, crabs, and maybe they don't catch crabs. I don't know if you do crab meat. I think, I don't, do they catch crabs in New England or is that just Alaska thing? Or I have no idea. I don't either. I thought you were going to flat out tell me it was because of the weather. That too. She's like, we got to go somewhere up north where it's not as hot. So that, that did play a part. But I read something about Philadelphia because we were, we were there. We we're at the finish line. We had to push one button. And then I read something about that it's not really safe right now, even in the good areas. So I don't want to go somewhere where I have to avoid places. It's okay if you stay here, but don't go here. Don't go here. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to do that. But we're pretty excited. Pretty excited about taking the ferry to Newport, being by the, you know, all the fishing boats and whatever. It's, it's going to be pretty exciting. But let's get into this series. But first, I do have some things. And you can comment after everyone if you feel like it. Alvarez is out, but they said today he was swinging a bat. So how does that feel for you? Oh, it feels great. I think absolutely 
the fact that he's got a bat in his hand means that, you know, they feel that he's okay to at least, you know, attempt it. And then Altuve's back. He only missed one game and he came back as DH, but he came back today, played second base, but he decided he won't play in the all-star game. And I honestly don't care if he doesn't play. I'd rather him be healthy. Yeah, I agree. I feel like whatever he feels like, if he needs the rest, if it just getting off his feet, not having to travel to LA and then come back totally behind him hundred percent. JV will not pitch in the all-star game because he pitched Saturday. I do not care about that, but I'm sure Tucker, who else is left? Tucker and uh, Framber. I know they're going to be there. Yeah. And I really hope Framber pitches. I, I mean, I'd like to see him get up and then, you know, maybe Tucker hit a bomb would be great. Yeah. That'd be pretty awesome. So I also read something about our former number one prospect, Forrest Whitley. He was down there in uh, Sugarland, one step away from the Astros. And after ending in two thirds, he was clutching his triceps and he went out since going up to Sugarland. He's 0 1 with a 7.14 ERA, which is not good, but he has 14 strikeouts. So there's a positive there. Yeah, he, that was two. That was two appearances i believe the first one he got kind of rocked and then this the second one he had started off really good i think he, like you said an inning in two-thirds or whatever and uh yeah it just came apart for him hopefully it's not nothing major i mean obviously he just had that elbow redone hopefully it's not something along those lines and uh, we can get him back going all right i had to look this up to see how old he was but juan soto 23 years old reportedly turned down a 15-year 440 million dollar contract and uh, I think the first time they offered one, it was 13 and 350. And I don't think he wanted to sign there because they're not trying to win, is I think what's going on. And uh, but also, I finally did the math. Usually, when I, I do contracts, I have no idea what the, the yearly one is, but it's 29 million. In 15 years, 29 million is going to be pretty low. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, he's looking for something to probably eclipse 35, closer to 40, maybe. And I just, I don't, I don't know where he's going to get it. To be honest with you, it's going to be after. It's going to have to be one of those 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 monsters. But I don't know that they were willing to pay it because they have their own problems. Like the 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 knee jerk is like, oh, the Yankees, right? I mean, they got all the money in the world; they print it. But they're going to have to give Judge something like that too. Yeah. So they were talking about. Uh, would the Astros take them? Would you like them to be on the Astros? But they did have a list of possible teams, and I think we were sixth. But they were, but their the story read: they let Correa go, they let Springer go. They're not going to pay a huge contract like that. So I don't. I think it's probably Yankees, Dodgers, and whoever else likes to spend money. They they talked even about the Giants. What I wonder, what I'm kind of curious is what that trade's going to look like. You know what I mean? Like, if you told me that I could give up, say, Chaz, Series, or Myers, one of those guys, maybe the third or fourth pitching prospect, maybe the, I don't know, fifth or sixth shortstop prospect, and rent him, I'd entertain it. If you didn't have oh, to give I would up too. Hunter, if you didn't have to give up Hunter, Corey, or, or uh, that, that kid Valdez, you don't have to give up any of our, our blue chippers to rent him. I'd do it. Oh, I'd give up Chaz in a heartbeat. I'd give Chaz and, uh, and Myers <laughs> in a heartbeat, easily. And Siri, they can have all three of them. Just to have that guy in our lineup, 
going in the playoffs, I think, man, we would be unbeatable. But anyway, speaking of not being unbeatable, let's go to this A series. Friday was Jose or Keedy. No scoring till the bottom of the fifth when Jose Siri had a sack fly. Chaz came in. We just talked about these guys getting rid of him, and they're and they're putting runs on the board. Top of the seventh, Andrews with a two-run single. We're losing two to one. Bolt an RBI single, Brandon Andrews. We are down three to one in the top of the ninth. This is sad for me. A two-run homer off of Seth Martinez, and it's five to one. We lose. What were your thoughts on the game? Uh, it's tough luck. I mean, you know, you got to, they got to generate offense from somewhere, but we knew that their lineup just was going to have holes in it. Right. And oh, it's yeah. tough. You know, it's, 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 they're going to leave guys on base. They're going to have opportunities. And, you know, uh, you, you hope that the pitching staff can really hold them down. But we said it on the last, we said this on the last podcast that they're, they're going to put, I'm not, I'm not talking bad about anyone that started, but it's going to be the worst lineup that they ever put out the whole season. And of course, you know, there was rumblings on Twitter, but they, you know, some people don't get it. They're tired. They had the late game against the angels. This is kind of a win. I was like, all right, I'll t- we'll, we'll take the loss. Cause we got to rest. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's the one thing that, you know, can't be stressed enough. The schedule has been absolutely brutal for the Astros the first half of the season. And this was going to be something that, you know, wasn't going to get a lot of press, but, you know, they played all these games in a row. You know, that's kind of why Dusty was really big about making sure that he got guys off their feet, making sure that he got them a lot of rest. You hated it at times because they lost games that you felt like they shouldn't. But when you start to look at these schedules, the way they, the way MLB did them, they did the Astros absolutely no favors. So the All-Star break comes at a great time. The second half of the season is going to be a little bit more relaxed, and I think they'll be able to string together a few series wins. So Rakiti pitched well enough for us to win, but there was no offense. Six and a third, six hits, three runs, nine strikeouts. Pretty good. He takes the loss. He's eight and four. His ERA is 409. I'll take that. Stanek, two-thirds of an inning, gave up a hit. His ERA is 059, did not make the all-star game. Uh, Seth Martinez pitched two innings and gave up two runs, but those were in his second inning of work. So, mate, And this happened again with uh, Montero in today's game. But anyway, I don't know if you should, should send some of these guys out there two innings in a row. So maybe I'm making excuses because he's my boy. But anyway, Dubon, Bregman, Pena, and Chaz all got one hit as the Astros had four hits and one run. Oakland, nine hits and five runs. Not good. But Saturday's JV day, and I tweeted pretty much a guaranteed win. How are you feeling? I was super confident he was coming off a ton of rest. I felt like, you know, he's kind of seeing the finish line for the first half too, even though they played more than, uh, you know, 61, 81 games. Uh, so for him to finish strong and just absolutely dominate was exactly what I thought he would do. And it's pretty much what he did. So on Saturday, bottom of the second, Martin Maldonado, Machete, with the Grand Slam brought in Yuli. Jake and Chaz were up four to zero. How awesome was that? He's having a really, really, really strong like last like 30 days. I mean, for all the talk that was about Maldonado and his inabilities and Castro and his inabilities, Molly picked up the stick uh, and, and hasn't stopped hitting for a while. In the bottom of the fourth, Chaz had an RBI single, Brennan Diaz. 
five to zero Astros. And that was your final score. JV only pitched six innings. He gave up six hits and no runs and 10 big strikeouts. He threw a lot of pitches. I think the first batter of the game, I think it was like 10 pitches because he kept fouling everything off. Yeah, it's going to happen. Anytime you have a big strikeout number, I think you're going to have an inflated pitch count too, or inflated pitch count, I'm sorry, too, just because, you know, that's the nature of it, right? You're going to get into deeper counts. You're not going to get, you know, early contact. But, I mean, he was just phenomenal. JV looking really good, even though I don't think he wore that, that Space City uniform as well as some of the other guys. That could have been a fair foul, but it's not. But I, t- <laughs> I tweeted that. JV looks ridiculous. <laughs> it, it, I, I, we've talked about it before. I know a lot of people love the uniforms. I love the jersey. I love the font. But the, the all blue, I just don't like the pants. It just Maybe they need to pull them up and have socks showing to make it better. Some people wear it better, so you, you could be right. Because JV wears some Bueller-type tight pants, so maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. It just didn't look like a good look. Maton, Neris, and Abreu combined for three scoreless innings. Abreu had three strikeouts. That was pretty good. So Yuli Gurriel went two for three. Maldonado had four RBIs. The Astros had five runs on six hits, and they held Oakland scoreless on seven hits. And then, how, let me, how do you think JV looked besides the uh, horrid uniform? <laughs> I think he looked good. I think he looked sharp. I think he got his fastball up to like 99 miles an hour. So, I mean, you know, the velocity's there. That's kind of like, you know, something you worry about, right? Where's his velocity at? So, I mean, there was crisp uh, action to his breaking stuff. I mean, I think it looked great. All right, Sunday, today, Jake Odorizzi. Which one would we get, the good one or the bad one? I think we got the good one. I think he did okay. Uh, Bottom of the first, started out good. Tucker had a solo home run, his 18th home run of the year. Bottom of the fifth, Pena with a two-run homer, his 13th of the year, and Altuve scored, and it's 3-0. to zero. And I'm not going to lie, you can blame me if you want, but I had to leave and go buy new shoes <laughs> for my trip. And by the time I got home, it was 3-3. Three to three. Laureano had a solo home run. Pender had an RBI double, and Vote had a sack fly. 3-3. Three to three. But... It could have been avoided. I mean, there was a uh, there was a play. Odorizzi stopped the ball, which could have been a double play, and he had a throwing error, and that kind of led to a couple more points that maybe we shouldn't have given up. Yeah, it's been a real, real cause of concern for like the last two weeks. You know, just the slots of play, some of the stuff that, you know, in the past I feel like, yeah, they make a lot of great plays, but I think they make some errors trying to make some great plays. And I feel like the last couple of weeks, it's just been trying to do too much where, you know, the simple, you know, just take it over to first or whatever, live to fight another day, probably would have, you know, got a win here or win there. Vote had another RBI in the eighth, and that made it four to three, and that was it. We lost. We couldn't score anymore. Payne went two for four. Yuli went two for four. Tucker went two for four. Odorizzi did well. Five and a third, five hits and three runs, zero walks, five strikeouts, Stanek. Two-thirds of an inning, a hit, and a walk. Montero gave up a run, like I said earlier, but it was in his second inning of work. And then Presley. What what can you say about Presley? Three strikeouts. It was his 27th straight batter that he got out. How amazing is that? 
yeah, he's awesome right now. He's in, he's in fine form, uh, you know, going into the second half, you know, being able to whatever demons he was fighting early on in the season, he's well past that. So he looks like the closer that, you know, we're going to need him to be, you know, to lock down big, important games in October. All right. So the question is, who are your players of the series? Pitcher. Justin Verlander. Agree. I got Justin Verlander as well. What about your position player? So I can't remember who you had in the tweet, but uh, I totally agree. Uh, Martin Maldonado. I mean, I could have said Pena today before they lost. I would have liked to, you know, the kids just t- continue to produce. And you just wait for that 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 wall, right? You feel like there's a rookie, a rookie wall where he's going to, like, stop producing. But I feel like he has a homer once a series. But uh, Maldi with the slam, can't beat that. You only had two hits on Saturday and two on Sunday. So he should get some consideration. Tucker should get some. But, uh you only win one game and you win because Maldonado had a grand slam. I don't, I don't even know how many outs there were when he did that, but if there were two outs, that's something you might not expect, but that was a huge play, a huge, huge, wonderful, awesome play in our only win of the series. So definitely Maldonado for me. Yeah, it was, it was a two out uh, slam. So yeah, like exactly what you said. All right. So the Astros are now 59 and 32. Seattle's nine behind them, and they have 14 wins. Don't give me any opinions on that just yet. Texas, 17 and a half behind. The Angels, 20 and a half behind. And Oakland won the series, but they're 28 games behind the Astros. So, oh, I almost skipped this. Here's some pretty cool stats. This is McTaggart put this out, and it's just uh, – it's some records, Astros records in different situations. 59 and 32, 28 and 14 at home, 31 and 18 on the road, 24 and 11 in day games, 35 and 21 at night. It seems like their record is worse in the daytime than night, but it's not that way. Uh, multiple home run games, they're 31 and four, and they had multiple home runs today and they lost. So they were 31 and three going into today's game. And then uh, this is our number two, right? Magic numbers four. They score four more runs. They are 43 and five. They score three runs or less. They're 16 and 27. So what do you got to do? Score runs. Yeah, I totally agree. They've been really, really good at, you know, winning the games that they're supposed to win, right? Not letting teams back into ball games. And uh, today I, I felt really good in the fact that, you know, they put up runs early. And uh, unfortunately, they can't get another series win. But, I mean, to win the last five before this, you know, at the end of the day, when you start to stack up the wins the way they've been stacking them up, it's only a matter of time before they're going to have, you know, a bad couple of days. Yeah. I I mean, you know what? One thing I thought about after we lost this, I kind of thought, you know what? We kind of escaped. And I even named the last episode that. I think we escaped L.A. with with a series win, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I mean, L.A. played good enough to get two out of three of that one, and they were able to get that one extra win. So, you know, uh, I'm not going to overreact to one bad series. All right, buddy. You ready to do some fair or foul? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, guys. We'll be right back after this with more fair or foul or with some fair or foul, not more because we haven't done any yet. 
All right, we are back with Fair Foul. We have five all-new ones, and four of them are out baseball. So if you're expecting some crazy stuff, it's all about baseball except the last one. And uh, that happened today, so that's a whole new story to tell. All right, number one, the MLB Futures game uniforms, fair or foul. We know what Steve said. He said it on the on Twitter already. So I don't know if there's something I can say more than foul, but it's 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 more than foul. Like it's it's like Putrid. horrendous. Yeah, yeah. What is yeah. worse than a foul? A triple play? I mean, I have no idea. An out. I don't I, I don't I don't know what it is like you know maybe maybe it's like a like 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 a strikeout you know where you like yeah you I don't even throw get it, it. At first I, I don't, dude I don't even get why they're two colors <laughs> I have no idea why well I think the second color is your your home color right or your team color oh is that what see I didn't even know it's still dumb <laughs> yeah it's bad because the half the jersey thing is yeah it's horrible I like when they uh I just I like when they just wore their regular uniform. I thought that was pretty cool because you got to see the Astros play in their Astros uniforms. Uh, but I saw a picture of the guys holding up their all-star jerseys, and I, I think they look pretty good. Oh, absolutely. I don't know why they're trying to overdo the Futures game. You know what I mean? I feel like they're trying to have their own little spin on things. And you know what? Sometimes less is more. Yeah. full A full-color jersey is more. That jersey was bad, really. They had some kind of celebrity softball game, too, and they had them on, too. So I, I didn't get it. But thanks for uh, letting me know because now I know, but I still hate them. <laughs> All right, number two, after 14 wins in a row, you are worried about the Mariners. Fair or foul? 100% foul, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. All right. Because I believe that all the energy that they're expending to put this streak together – I think they're going to, at some point, you know, they're going to run into a bit of a wall. You know, the pitching has been really good. You know, they've had timely hits everywhere. You know, I feel like teams can go on 10, 11, 12, whatever. <clears throat> I believe the Astros had, what, two 11 game winning streaks or something. But it, it, it's one of those things to be consistent and kind of like Oak or Anaheim. They started off super hot and now where's Anaheim? So yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get too uh, excited over Miami's fourth. Now they may still make the playoffs. I don't see them catching the Astros though. When the Astros had a couple of hot streaks going earlier in the year, it was all pitching. So, you know, pitching goes away. You got to score every time. You can't win all on. Can't count on the quality start, excellent starts, and great bullpen work every game. You have to score. Uh, number three. Oh, wait, did I answer that? I'm foul. I don't, I'm not worried about him either. Uh, all right, number three, you are okay with Myers and Chaz in center field when it comes to the deadline. So I'm not okay if, it's, if, it's, if, we, can, if we can make two moves. If we can go get a bullpen arm, because I feel like, again, today we talked about Montero going a second inning or uh, Seth Martinez going a second inning. If that's going to be an issue, then we're probably going to need one more arm in the pen. I don't know how they're going to do it because we've got so many starters, but I feel that the pen is, is more important than center field. Now, if you can go get me a bullpen arm and a center fielder, then absolutely. But if I got to choose one, I'd rather have the bullpen. So I guess that makes it fair. Maybe they could trade like Arkady 
or somebody like that for a, you know, like maybe somebody has a lot of bullpen arms and nobody, somebody needs a starter or, or someone's going to be in the bullpen because Lance McCullers is coming back, but we definitely need a bullpen arm. And if we, if you get a new guy, you got to get rid of somebody. So who knows what's going to happen, but I'm not okay with them. I say, I mean, if that's who we got to roll with, I'm, I'm okay with it. But if they're, they're able to, you know, to trade these two guys or maybe a prospect I'm not super attached to, then I'm fine with it. Let's get somebody, let's get Soto, whatever we got to do. If we, whatever we got to do to be as good as we can. I'm kind of wondering, and, and I don't know if this is one of those history repeats itself kind of things. If you remember last year, they traded straw and they brought a guy up and, you know, it was one of those, we needed bullpen help. And we had a guy in, Sugarland that was hitting it was Jake Myers at the time, right? Oh, so yeah. the the kid in the futures game, I believe he's playing center field, right? Is it is it Diaz or Valdez? One one of the two, I can't remember. Um, plays in the outfield. So Yonder Diaz. Guys, I thought he was exactly. a catcher. Is it he's not a catcher? Oh well, no, that's the guy from the futures game, right? Yeah. So then Valdez is the other guy. He didn't make the futures game, but he's playing in the outfield and he's crushed it. So maybe that's something where they bring him up and they move one of those guys for a bullpen arm. There you go. All right, number four. The Major League Baseball draft will never be popular. Fair or foul? I think that's fair. I don't know if it's because they have so many rounds or if it's just because, you know. Nobody knows anybody in the draft. See, that's a big thing, too. Like, when you're drafting high school players, it's impossible to see them. So, you, I mean, you don't have the exposure. Even basketball, to an extent, you know, the exposure is a little different because they come through that, you know, those academies or whatever where they play, like, games on ESPN. You don't see a lot of high school baseball on TV. So, when guys get drafted, unless it's, like, somebody's son, you have no idea who they are. I didn't see it. Did you see who the it, – it, I got an alert, and I'm, I should look it up. I'll look it up while you're talking after this, but see if you know it. But I got an alert that said, for the first time ever, former baseball player sons were drafted one and two. Right, right. It was Jackson Holiday, and it was uh, Drew Jones, Matt Holiday, and Andrew Jones' kids. Well, that's crazy because the other day I saw a picture of them together, and they ended up one and two. That's pretty cool. All right. I don't think it will ever be popular either. I didn't think about the high school kid part. But co- like college football is huge. And you know who these guys are, whether it's your team or not. You know who the stars are, but you don't know who besides that guy from Texas. What was he called? The, the Titanic Hispanic? <laughs> yeah, the other way around. Hispanic Titanic. I mean, I know who that guy is. I don't know his name, but I know he plays for Texas. So if I was a Texas fan... I'll be excited to watch the draft to see where he goes. But for me, I'll just give me the alert and tell me who they pick, who the Astros pick, because, you know, it's not the same. There's not just like Arch Manning coming out of high school. It was a big deal. Where is he going to go? Where is he going to go? And when he comes out of college, it's going to be a big deal. But there's really not. And I think it's also because they don't go straight to Major League Baseball, right? So it's not that, you know, because there's people that you've never even heard of that are stars now. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it'll ever be popular. Yeah, I totally agree. I also feel like uh, 
like you said, like they don't go straight to the MLB, right? So you may never see some of these guys, Mark Appel, for example, he gets drafted. Nobody even knows what happens to him, you know, unless you're like really, really deep into baseball. So I think that until there's like a, okay, the instant wow thing, right? Like yeah. kind of like Bryce Harper or Mike Trout where they like drafted and then boom, two years later, they're in the pros. I think you're going to have to get something like that to be able to pop, make the draft more popular. I remember when the Astros drafted Kyle Tucker and they interviewed him on the, you know, on the broadcast. But before that, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who, I mean, I had no idea that Bam Bam had a brother. I didn't know until they drafted him and I thought it was pretty cool, but uh, I didn't know who he was, but that's what I'm trying to say. You know, you're no, you're not glued to your TV waiting to see who, where Kyle Tucker goes. Cause you don't even probably know who he is. All right. I didn't know. Preston Tucker's either. nickname was Bam Bam. His brother. Right, right, right. I didn't know that was his nickname, though. I, don't even, I can't even think of the guy's name. Uh, Preston. Preston Tucker's nickname was Bam Bam. We're, now we're going to look it up. <laughs> I'll bet right. you $5 it's Bam Bam. That way I can. I don't have to send you the 5 you already. <laughs> if you want to make it even, we can do that, because I definitely did not know that was his nickname. Yeah, I'm going to owe you 10 if it isn't. All right, number five. So let me tell you this. There's this sandwich at Dunkin' Donuts. It's called the, I don't know if I talked about it already, but it's called the Pesto Tomato Grilled Cheese Sandwich. And it's really, really good. So my wife said, because we're getting ready to leave, so we don't want to make messes. and We didn't buy groceries. And she said, I don't have anything to cook for you for breakfast. So I said, well, I'll go get some of them sandwiches. And her eyes lit up because they're so good. And then, of course, I was going to get a couple of donuts, Boston cream, number one for both of us. And uh, so I pull into the parking lot and the line is almost out to the street. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, there's this many people at Dunkin' Donuts. And it's because it's already 11, like breakfast is over already. And I look over and they're in line for Starbucks. It's such a huge line. And I pull, over, I pull to the right, getting the little Dunkin' Donuts line, and I'm just thinking, Starbucks is not worth waiting in line for. I don't understand what's so good about it, and I want to hear your opinion. So number five, fair or foul, waiting in line for Starbucks. You're going to say, it's totally worth it. I already know it. I can hear it, I can hear it in your giggle. <laughs> I'm so torn because like, if the line is long, I won't wait for it. If the line is like medium... Then I'll wait for it. But like, I, I see both sides, I guess. So I guess for the sake of the argument, I'll call it fair. But I'd probably more like you if I see the line wrapping around the building. It's the same thing with like In-N-Out or Chick-fil-A, right? The only difference is, is like, you know, Starbucks isn't going anywhere. They're, they're, they're making all these drinks with extra junk in it. And I think yeah. that's what really makes them really bad, right? Is because like, you're not getting just a coffee. You're getting a caramel macchiato frap, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And I don't drink that, by the way. I just, I, I've, I only get, I've, I've only had caramel macchiatos there. So they're good, but they're not worth waiting in line for. But every, every uh, Starbucks you go to, the line is long. And I just don't get it. I don't understand how it's that good to that you don't, <laughs> that you can see 40 people in line and you just get in it. I don't understand. I think people might be addicted to it. 
for the ladies that I've heard, like their cold brew is like, it must be like they make it with crack because like in love, like, and if they don't have their cold brew, they're really upset about the entire world. So, I mean, it is sort of an addiction, I guess. It must be because I don't know. I don't get it. I like coffee at home. I don't, I don't know. If you, if you're like in the mall and they have a Starbucks, and there's no one in line or maybe two or three people, I might get Starbucks in the morning at the airport. I don't know. But there's probably like four or five people in front of me, not 12 cars. But it was a long line. And I'm like, it ain't worth it. But anyway, sorry that we're rambling on about coffee. <laughs> do you have any final thoughts, buddy? I do. I really do. I'm really glad the break is here. These these stros need to get you know some rest. They need to get healthy. Uh, I feel like a lot of these these uh, these little injuries are small stuff that you know it's just, they've they've had to play so many games back to backs. You know, so many few days off, so many games on the road. So you look at the second half of the season. You got Brantley coming back, Jordan hopefully coming back. Now that lineup starts to look a little bit more deadlier. You know, they can start scoring some runs. So I know this isn't the way you wanted to see it end. Oakland is not a team that the Astros should be losing to, nor do I feel they will be losing to. Uh, I just think they're a little tired. Yeah, I mean, you're missing. You know, when I was watching the game, it was I was. This is my thought. I was thinking Jordan Alvarez is so important. Taking him out of the lineup is such a big loss. And then I've, I, it's been so long, I forgot about Michael Brantley. And I don't have enough baseball knowledge to know that he's on the 10-day dis- uh, injured list. And it's been a long, way longer than 10 days. I don't know how that works. I don't know either. I just know he's a 300 hitter. And you start loading up, you know, loading up guys on base. And then eventually you're going to score more runs. And like you said, Jordan, we were, we were calling him MVP, or people were calling for him to be MVP. You take the MVP out of the lineup. You're not supposed to keep winning ball games. The good thing about it is Bregman's come back around. So imagine a good Bregman with a good Alvarez. Yuli's coming around. You saw he had two hits in two of these three games. Tucker's been good all year. We're going to be dangerous, so don't get nervous. Anybody that's listening, if you're nervous about them losing – Earlier, I had tweeted that the Astros lost a series to the last place team, and uh, someone told me that to step off the ledge, but I, that's not what I was saying because another, another tweet, I said, I'm not worried about the Mariners, and I'm not worried about anything. The Astros are the team to beat, so not on any kind of ledge. I, I totally agree. I think you're going to see a, a really motivated, energized team come out of the break, go play two games against the Yankees. They line up their pitching staff to, to go get those two games, and then it's a totally different narrative. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.